Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for November 24th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And also, don't forget to check out my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. We'll be doing another one on Thursday with with Shawan Humes. We're going to talk about um, not only the uh, past weekend's UFC show, UFC matches and upcoming ones, but we're also going to talk about the Invicta show. I'm not going to talk about it on this podcast. Okay, let's start with the WWE. Um, I have posted one video on my blog from the WWE, which is Io uh, Shirai defending her NXT Women's Championship against Rhea Ripley. So uh, first, I, I watched this live using a, a stream and my Roku player. Uh, NXT is not available live in Canada. This was a hard-hitting match with some crazy bumps. At the first commercial break, Io took a face-first bump on the apron. Now, during the break, it was made to look like Io might not be able to continue. This is one of the reasons why I like to watch it live, because the part that's during the commercial is not part of this video. Now, after watching the replay of the, um, of the bump, uh, Io got her hands up. So I don't think she was really injured. I think they were just trying to kill time during the break. So anyway, they come back. Io works on Rhea's shoulder and drops her shoulder first on the apron. They like to do a lot of apron bumps these days because it's, it's, it's hard there and it's easy to control. When Rhea attempts her riptide finisher, Io turns it into a DDT. So a basement dropkick busts open Rhea's ear. You know, this happens sometimes with cauliflower ears. So the end comes when Io powerbombs Rhea through the announce table. Commentary is amazed that Io can lift Rhea like that. But it just shows Io is a little girl, but she's very strong. Okay. After Rhea barely beats a count out, Io hits her moonsault for the win. I recommend you watch the match. It's really well done. Really, these two really work hard and they get it done. And like I said, the main thing is the bumps. Holy mackerel. Uh, now, there are reports that indicate that Rhea may be moving up to the main roster, probably Raw. As I know, Asuka has wanted to work with her for the last couple of years. And, you know, that would be a great match, right? Okay, now I don't have. Uh, uh, now we had a, a Sunday's a Survivor Series match uh, where um, uh, uh, Sasha Banks beat Asuka. Now I have not posted that video. The video's not up on the, online yet, so I've not been able to post it, but I'll keep looking for it. Uh, it was a decent match. It was not their best match, in my opinion. I thought it was good, but not great. But to be honest, they turned it into overdrive. They turned it into overdrive um, uh, at towards the end, and so a lot of uh, you know near falls and that sort of thing. And and finally, Sasha won by uh, a um, a roll up pin. So I mean, this is your fifty fifty booking, right? Sasha shouldn't be able to beat Oscar. We all know that. And the problem is that I have with the way Sasha talks these days is that though she's supposed to be a baby face, she still talks like a heel. You know, so I don't know. It, it, I'm not. I'm not. I was not thrilled with the Survivor Stories, uh, Survivor Series booking in general, and that includes the Women's Survivor Series match, which was kind of a a mess. And of course, as you know, Lana won uh, by um, you know 
being put out on the steps so she couldn't tag in, and then she ended up being the sole survivor because uh, um, Bianca Belair and Nia Jax were both counted out. So, ugh, I hate this angle. And, of course, they continued it on Monday night, and, and again, there was a match, but I'm not planning to post it because there's nothing to it. Um, Lana did an interview uh, backstage where she said, oh, maybe I'll get the challenge for the title someday. And then Asuka offered her a match. Okay, so they went out and they were started the match. And then um, uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler interrupted it. And the ending, in the end, it was a tag team match where Lana was getting the crap beat out of her. And then uh, um, uh, she was able to escape being put through a table and Nia Jax actually went over the announce table. And then... Uh, Shayna forgot that she actually was supposed to be working with Asuka in the ring. And so she went after Lana, and then Asuka rolled her up for the win. So Lana and Asuka won the match. So where's this going? Well, we got table ladders and chairs coming up. So uh, <laughs> I expect Lana to be involved in that. I mean, they seem to really want to push her, even though they're, the whole concept of the thing is just misguided, you know. So I'm not sure exactly where they're going with it, but with TLC coming up, you got to figure that. Okay. So anyway, uh, at very least, uh, check out the video for uh, EO versus Rhea, and I hope I can get the Survivor Series video with uh, uh, Sasha versus Asuka up in the next day or so. It's just not up online yet, and a lot of times, it, especially for the pay-per-views, it takes a couple of days. Okay. Let's go to the UFC from Saturday night, UFC 255. Of course, the co-main event was Valentina Shevchenko defending her UFC flyweight championship against Jennifer Maya. Valentina was a big betting favorite, as she should have been. So after the fight, my podcast co-host, Schwan Humes, and I decided that Jennifer was more interested in surviving uh, five rounds than actually winning the fight. So what she did in this fight was very similar to what Liz Carmouche did last year. Okay, They knew they weren't going to win. You know, Jennifer knew she wasn't going to win. So rather than try and win the fight, because she never really did anything to try and win the fight, she just said, okay, I'll survive. They're looking for a moral victory, which, of course, is stupid, all right? So we have a, a fight between a kickboxer and a boxer, but much of this fight was on the ground or in the clinch in what Angela Hill calls hugging, okay? Jennifer won round two when she was able to reverse a Valentina takedown. But neither of them did much in top position. So if they weren't doing anything, why didn't ref Herb Dean break them up? He warned them a couple of times. I can only assume, they mentioned this on the broadcast, and I can only assume that he didn't want to affect the championship fight. I don't agree with that, okay? The fight wasn't good. Forcing them to do more probably would have resulted in a better fight. I mean, I scored at 49-46 for Valentina, and so did the judges. Um, what's next for Valentina? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But generally speaking, I think the next challenger to Valentina Shevchenko should be Jessica Andraj. Because I'll tell you one thing, Jessica won't be looking for any more moral victories, okay? What... This is what Valentina says. Valentina really wants to fight Amanda Nunez, but I don't believe that's going to happen. Certainly not anytime soon, if ever. 
And what she has suggested was a, a title contender fight between Jessica and Lauren Murphy. Dana White wants to do Jessica Andrade. Okay. Now, one thing Valentina mentioned after the fight is that she thought her long layoff may have affected her a little bit. And also, she had knee surgery while she was off. Okay. So, it was not a good fight. I never thought Jennifer should have gotten a title shot. Anyway, she just got lucky. And sometimes that happens, right? Uh, but, like I said, I I'm fully expect Jennifer, Jessica Andrade to be the next contender Next contender would would be surprised if it's anybody else. Okay, fight number two is Caitlin Chukagian versus Cynthia Calvillo. This is also at flyweight. Caitlin is a former title contender, seemingly headed to retirement. She trains with Mark Henry and uses this keep away strategy. The way to beat her is to pressure her, as Jessica Andrade did in their last in her last fight. Cynthia can get closer to a title shot if she can win this fight. I mean, she has the ability to close the distance and pressure Caitlin, but she chose not to do that, and that is why she lost the fight. Her coach, Jimmy Gifford, told her to close the distance. She didn't listen to him, and Caitlin won the fight 30-27. Now, it was was revealed afterwards that Cynthia is going to be suspended for six months because of a shoulder injury. So it may very well be she came into the fight with a shoulder injury. And um, we will discuss this further on uh, the Big Topic in Women's MMA um, podcast later this week. Um, I don't know what you do with Caitlin because she, she's saying that she want any, anyone who uh, wants to uh, challenge Valentina has to go through her. Well, Jessica Andrade already did that. So that's why... Uh, like I said, I think that's the fight that Dana White wants to do. He also is talking about possibly doing uh, Valentina versus Zhang Veili after uh, Zhang's next fight, which what she's uh, she's been off with some surgery and she's going to be uh, fighting Rose Namahunas early in 2021. Okay, the third fight, also at flyweight, Antonina Shevchenko versus Ariane Lipsky and... Um, of course, Antonina is the older sister of UFC flyweight champion Valentina Shevchenko. She's not as good. Ariane is a former KSW champ who has had mixed success in the UFC. Ariane is a better striker than Antonina. So when Ariane started to light her up, Antonina took her down. And But Ariane's problem is she could never get out from under. So this continued in round two, and Antonina uh, pounded Ariane until the ref stopped the fight. So Antonina... Uh, wins by second round TKO. I thought the the strategy to use uh, close the distance and use takedowns was very good, uh, given to Antonina by her coach Pavel Fedotov. Uh, it was also uh, reported as also uh, uh, Ariane uh, uh, revealed afterwards that she suffered what appears to be a broken orbital bone. Okay, so she's probably going to have uh, I would imagine surgery for that. Okay. All right, so let's go to this Saturday's UFC show. We have two women's fights on the show, so uh, let's talk about uh, those those two. They're both, I would describe, as low-level fights. Uh, the first one is at uh, bantamweight. It is Ashley Evans-Smith versus Norma Dumont. Um, Ashley uh, is a teammate 
of Carla Esparza at Team Oyama in California. Head coach there is Colin Oyama. You know, she's been around the UFC for a while, but she's had what I would describe as mixed success. And, uh, you know, she was, I believe, supposed to fight just when the pandemic was starting and she ended up not fighting. So this is her, her first fight in a while. Uh, she just hasn't performed that well uh, in the UFC. Uh, her opponent here, Norma Dumont, is from Brazil. Uh, she, uh, her first fight in the UFC was actually at featherweight and she got pounded out by, um, um, Megan Anderson. So, uh, she normally fights at, at bantamweight. So, you know, she's kind of an unknown at bantamweight. We'll have to see what she's like, but, uh, you know, I really don't know. Uh, the second fight is also a low level fight at flyweight. It is Rachel Ostevich versus Gina Mazzani. Neither fighter is really UFC caliber. Uh, Rachel is from Hawaii originally. Look, she's there mostly for her looks. Okay. I didn't like her much when she was in Invicta. I haven't liked her in the UFC. She's also coming off of a drug suspension. So we haven't seen her, I think in about a year or so. Uh, so it's been a while since we've seen her, but she's just not a good fighter. You know, uh, Gina is, um, uh, also not a good fighter. She's from Las Vegas. Uh, she's from Las Vegas. Now she hasn't done well in the UFC. I think she's like uh, one in three or something like that, but th those are all at bantamweight and she's dropping to flyweight. So this is her first fight at flyweight. So who the hell knows? Maybe she'll be better. It's hard to say. I don't think either fighter really belongs in the UFC. Gina, just uh, for your, for your information, she trains at extreme couture in Las Vegas. And uh, she is also a pro wrestler. Uh, her brother is also a fighter and a pro wrestler, and they sometimes work as a tag team. Okay. I just don't think she's a very good fighter and I don't think Rachel's any good. So <laughs> it's not, it's not good. Anyways, that's about it for today. Uh, again, don't forget to check out my blog for all those videos, the UFC videos and the, uh, uh, EO Shirai video. If you have any, uh, uh also, uh, don't forget to check out my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. Schwan Humes and I will be back on Thursday with our, the next edition. If you have any questions or comments for my blog or either of my podcasts, you can uh, leave a message on Anchor's voicemail. And if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do so at Google Play, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Enjoy the fights. We'll talk to you later.